This is the Affirm America podcast, where we stand up and speak out affirming American excellence. Coming to you deep in the heart of the Midwest, located in an undisclosed log cabin on the outskirts of town, your host, Marquis Vandemark. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Affirm America podcast on this Thursday, November the 17th, 2022. We still got some clouds out there this morning and it was chilly. It was in the 30s. Uh, we had a lot of snowflakes falling yesterday. Supposed to get some uh, snow tomorrow, maybe an inch or so on the ground. Getting into the Thanksgiving season. Hey, thanks for joining us on the Affirm America podcast, where we affirm America and its ideals. I'm your host, Marquise Vandemark. These are some of your top five headlines for this Thursday. Let's start off with headline number five. Clinton-linked dark money group targeted Twitter advertisers amid Elon Musk's takeover. A Hillary Clinton-linked dark money group set its sights on Twitter advertisers amid Elon Musk's acquisition of the social media platform Fox Business has learned. Accountable Tech spearheaded a letter to top Twitter advisors part of a larger pressure campaign demanding non-negotiable requirements for their business, saying that Musk's takeover will further toxify the social media giant and directly threaten public safety. Twitter has outsized influence in shaping both public discourse and industry-wide platform governance standards, the letter states. While the company is hardly a poster child for healthy social media, it has taken welcome steps in recent years to mitigate systematic risks, ratcheting up pressure on the likes of Facebook and YouTube to follow suit. Musk intends to steamroll these safeguards and provide a megaphone to extremists who traffic in disinformation, hate, and harassment continues under the guise of free speech. His vision will silence and endanger marginalized communities and tear at the fraying fabric of democracy. The group demands that advertisers commit to keeping accounts of politicians and public figures removed for egregious violations off the platform, ensuring algorithmic accountability and continuing their commitment to research transparency and research access or drop their business. It's clear that companies received accountable tech letters, which is also signed by 25 other liberal groups, including Media Matters and the Black Lives Matter Global Network Foundation. Okay, so this is what uh, Hillary's up to. She is, well, she's really on the far left side. She always has been, but her colors are really coming out now. She's attacking Twitter, attacking the advertisers. Really, she's not for free speech at all. She's only for speech that she agrees with far-left radical ideas. This is who Hillary Clinton is. And thank God she never made it into the presidency. Trump came along at the right time to put a stop to it. Otherwise, we'd probably have a far-left liberal Supreme Court today. And she is at it again. She's going to continue to do this probably till the day she dies. And it's just uh, let everybody be aware that that's who she is and what she's all about. She's not about free speech. She's about censorship. She's about stopping those that have a voice that is opposed to her voice because she knows what's right for everybody else. And that's who she is. All right, headline number four. Dan Crenshaw introduces legislation to crack down on cartels peddling drugs into the country. Fox News. 
Legislation being introduced by Representative Dan Crenshaw, Republican from Texas, on Wednesday would significantly ramp up federal penalties for those involved in Mexican cartels, including specifically targeting their enormous financial power as a response to the crisis at the southern border. The bill, declaring war on the Cartels Act, would add to existing language in the U.S. Code that targets criminal street gangs in order to target transnational criminal organizations that are involved in smuggling drugs and illegal migrants into the U.S. across the southern border. National Review, the bill would allow federal judges to tack 10 to 20 years onto criminal sentences for crimes including crimes of violence, controlled substance violations, false statements, and human trafficking committed by members of a transnational criminal cartel, TCC. This mechanism is modeled after existing legislation targeting members of criminal street gangs. Okay, this is good stuff going on in Texas. We got very, very serious problem on the southern border. The cartels have completely controlled the southern border. If you have seen any of the inside documentation, documentaries that have been going on with Real America's Voice, Charlie Kirk's uh, Turning Point USA has a documentary out called The Border Battle. It really gets in, dives deep into what's happening. The cartels completely own the southern border. They're trafficking uh, humans. There's uh, child abuse. Fentanyl's coming in in huge numbers, as we know. Over 100,000 people have lost their lives. Americans from fentanyl being smuggled into the country by these cartels. Big business, huge business. The politicians have uh, turned a blind eye. And finally, a few down there in Texas are taking some steps to, to curb this atrocity that's happening on our southern border. And I think it's about time it happened. Governor Abbott declared it a, an invasion, southern invasion of our border. And we're glad that this is now being brought to the public because the mainstream media is not covering what's going on down there. You have to dig deep to find the real truth of what's happening on that southern border. So kudos to Crenshaw, kudos to Governor Abbott. Let's close that border and let's uh, secure our national security. All right, headline number three. Democrat DA in Philadelphia faces impeachment for progressive policies. CBS, Philadelphia's elected Democratic prosecutor faces a state Senate trial and possible removal from office after the Republican-led state House voted Wednesday to impeach him over progressive policies he has enacted amid rising crime in the city. Lawmakers voted 107 to 85 to impeach District Attorney Larry Krasner, setting the stage for what would be the first Pennsylvania Senate impeachment trial in nearly three decades. Republicans currently have a 29 to 21 majority in the state Senate, going to 28 to 22 early next year, and a two-thirds vote of the senators present would be required to remove Krasner. The Wall Street Journal, first elected in 2017, Mr. Krasner is one of several liberal prosecutors who have taken office around the U.S. in recent years. They have pursued goals such as diverting nonviolent drug offenders to treatment instead of jail, sparing juveniles from being tried as adults and devoting resources to scrutinizing old cases in search of wrongful prosecutions and imprisonments. Okay, so we, you know, we've, been seeing, we've been watching all this, right? These are these DAs that uh, have uh, cashless bail, letting criminals out multiple, on multiple offenses, even to murder. In New York City, we have seen the results of that, and 
cities like Chicago and out in California, Bodine being removed. We have Glasner. Many people out here that have tried this weak on crime idea, this far left radical Soros funded DA uh, legal system, and it's failed dismally. We have higher crime rates. We have it's just, it's just completely, it makes no sense. It's not common sense. So the fact that this uh, prosecutor is being removed is an absolutely good thing. All right, headline number two. Federal judge blocks Title 42 utilization at the southern border. Fox News, the federal judge issued an order on Tuesday barring federal authorities from using Title 42, a Trump-era rule that allowed the U.S. to quickly expel migrants who crossed the border U.S. District Judge Emmett Sullivan said the policy is arbitrary and capricious and violates the Administrative Procedures Act in his ruling on Tuesday. Title 42 was originally enacted at the outset of the coronavirus pandemic in March of 2020, allowing for authorities to quickly expel migrants on public health grounds. Reporter Bill Mulgan, already hearing from multiple Border Patrol sources that they will be expecting a significant surge and rush of migrants at the border once word gets around about this order on top of numbers that are already at all-time highs, even with Title 42 in place. Reporter Drew Hernandez, breaking. Chuck Schumer calls for a path to citizenship for 11 million-plus illegals in the U.S., This is exactly why the southern border has been wide open since Joe Biden was installed. Well, there you go, guys. That's exactly the whole reason why Kamala Harris hasn't visited the southern border. Joe Biden hasn't visited. It's a human tragedy what's going on on the southern border. And these politicians are directly responsible for those tragedies, the sexual abuse, the rapes that are going on down there by the cartels. The sheer, I mean, it's, it's, it's unimaginable what's going on down there. The drug use, the fentanyl coming in, and this is all just to have power, to secure their power so that they can have a voting block. It should uh, turn everybody's stomach, every American that hears this, and should speak up and put a stop to that invasion on our southern border because it's not good. We're going to have repercussions of this for decades as a result of this. We're not anti-immigrant. We just need a legal method and means and to slow down the illegal approach to our country. We don't know who's coming across. There's been a number of people on the terrorist list, some bad actors coming in. It's just a complete failure on our southern border. All right, headline number one. Republicans gain majority in the House, officially controlling 218 House seats. Wall Street Journal, Republicans won enough seats to take control of the U.S. House of Representatives from Democrats, the AP projected late Wednesday, ending two years of unified Democratic control of Congress and the White House. Representative Mike Garcia won re-election in the California's 27th District, putting the total seats at 218 for Republicans and 210 for Democrats. Republicans had been stuck at 217 since Monday, with several races still uncalled, mostly in California. CNBC, while Democrats overcame political headwinds in major swing states, they faltered in the solid-blued stronghold of New York, where Republicans performed stronger than some analysts expected. Democratic Congressional Campaign Committee Chairman Representative Sean Patrick Maloney 
who came under fire from his own party after a messy New York redistricting fight, lost his race, and ceded his seat to GOP challenger Mike Lawler. Okay, so uh, the Republicans got the, they got the House. We failed in the Senate. And now it's up to the Republicans to put up or shut up. And either they get to work and do what they say they're going to do and stop being wimps and get to work and govern and stop this radical leftist ideas of the Biden administration. We need to get our energy independence back. That needs to be number one. We need to slow the inflation. We definitely need to stop the spending and printing money. Otherwise, we're going to tank and go bankrupt as a nation. This is a very real problem. Very serious. We're headed for a recession in 2023, and they need to act quickly. They need to be bold. They need to use their leverage, and they need to put some restrictions on passing other Biden administration ideas by using the leverage of the purse. So now that the Republicans have won, let's see how much guts they got. And you can understand why the populist movement has risen up, the MAGA movement, as a result of the uni party, that both the Democrats and the Republicans are the, are the problem. It's not just a one-party issue. Both of them are derelict of their duty. All right, those are your top five headlines for this Thursday. Thanks for joining us on the Affirm America podcast. Have a great rest of your day. We'll see you tomorrow. God bless everybody out there in the great American nation. This is the Affirm America podcast with your host, Marquis Vandemark. And let's never forget, America is great and we affirm it.